episode of currently binging the podcast about all things tv and movies if you're listening for the first time welcome make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on also take a few extra seconds great comment all greatly appreciated so we are discussing one of my favorite shows <laughs> I feel like favorite is a little extreme but i do think that this is still the number one contender for the most adorable show out right now and that is Heartstopper. I'm going to say it in singular and not plural like I did the first season um, but Heartstopper returned on Netflix for season two and there is still so much adorableness but I do have some like realistic things that I do want to talk about <laughs> because I'm hoping I'm not sure if they've already filmed season three you never know with these things when you have kids because these kids are growing fast and looking older and older while time is moving slower and slower. Uh, so I do have some things that I do want to make note of, but there will be spoilers for both seasons. And yeah, let's get into it. So Heartstoppers, we had eight episodes. I believe that is the same as season one. Let me double check. Season one also had eight episodes, so thankfully they didn't do what a lot of uh, places or TV or studios or whatever like to do and give us additional episodes because then it's just like, usually they don't make good use of the extra episodes. It's just extra episodes that have extra episodes, but we got eight episodes, still um, all less than 30 minutes. We literally jump in right where we left out, left off. So we know that um, Charlie and Nick ended up together. We saw them like fun on the beach, da da da. Uh, Nick came out to his mom in a super sweet moment. And then we come uh, into this episode pretty much literally the next day. And when I say, <laughs> Because, you know, when I watch these things, I'm always like, where are the parents? We need more parent involvement. So I, one of the things I was happy to see was to see some parental involvement throughout this in many ways because these are kids at the end of the day. And I feel like it makes it a little bit more realistic when you have those more um, realistic relationships uh, woven throughout. And so we do see Charlie and Nick spending a lot, a lot, a lot of time with each other having sleepovers. Um, and Charlie's parents do not know that, well, they didn't even know that Nick was gay because, you know, they said he doesn't look gay, um, and, or bisexual, bisexual, not gay. They don't know that Nick is bisexual because he doesn't look bisexual. And so they just think that he's Charlie's friend. And so they've been having sleepovers, spending all this time with each other. And so when they finally find out that, oh, wait, Nick is Charlie's boyfriend, <laughs> That's when the parents are like, oh, okay, hold up, slow the roll, slow the roll. It's time to um, put some rules in place. And his parents, especially his mom, were was very, very adamant about his grades, which as, as they should be because like you all need to <laughs> do good in school. You can't just be all lovey-dovey and put school off. And so uh, she definitely set boundaries and so limited the interactions that the two could have to pretty much school and Charlie occasionally sneaking out to see Nick. But I do like that, like, they they try to make it seem like, you know, the parents are like, hmm, I don't know that I trust Nick with our son. I don't know if his intentions are genuine. And then we have that big blow-up family dinner uh, later in the season 
with uh, Nick's father and his brother, who is a complete asshole, <laughs> like horrible brother. It just kind of gets into a little bit of some of the things I want to talk about because like <laughs> his brother is just such an asshole. Um, but when we have that scene and then they see Nick stand up for himself and stand up for Charlie. And I think that that helped to show a different light or a different side of him to uh, Charlie's parents and he's not just oh this jock kid who just happens to all of a sudden be a hundred percent or super interested into that in their son and now his son's boyfriend so I did like that scene when it comes to Nick's brother I don't remember I mean he could have showed up in the first season I honestly don't remember him which speaks a lot to a lot of the um, family characters which is very, very odd. I don't know. I'm struggling with how we're, how we're building out family folks because I just want a little bit more. If you've listened to any other episode of any other thing, of any other show or movie that I've talked about, then you know that my favorite thing about these types and why I, I love um, like these, like the young adult shows, which is a lot of my content that I talk about and like things where like groups of people have to like get together and do things because I like the friendships and I also like sibling family relationships and so I think while we're seeing in the show the friendship side of things being um etched out a little bit more is the family side of things that I feel like is lacking in multiple areas so Nick's brother is one of them he shows up he's he's like the most <laughs> stereotypical homophobic homophobic brother that you could have <laughs> be like a part of a show um and it just seems like they were like oh we just need to fill this bucket oh how about Nick's brother and like that is who gets to play that um very homophobic uh character like homophobic not in a self way but more in an outer way because he's like well this is what what do you think dad's going to think about this and like first of all the amount of times he went to his room bothering him I mean I have siblings and I go into their rooms all I went into their rooms all the time uh when we were growing up but like I mean I, I was like I was gonna say I would ask to go to their rooms but sometimes I wouldn't but like I wasn't an asshole or I wasn't like snooping around and looking for things to to try to get them or do a gotcha moment of, I don't know I don't know his brother was just very very weird and then you couple that with his father which I don't think we heard anything about his father until this season because as a as a viewer I was surprised with the kids when Nick just started speaking fluent French and everyone was like oh wait you know French and he's like oh yeah my father <laughs> lives in Paris so it's just like okay so I mean it's I enjoy getting more of that information but I just think the way in that in that we're getting these characters granted everyone's not going to have like the perfect uh coming out story or their their families are not going to be that accepting that is completely understandable it's just I feel the way that these characters were kind of created and then placed into the story was very one dimensional uh, and was purely to serve like a specific purpose um, and it wasn't like we didn't see any change or any any hint of maybe potential future growth from them I don't know I don't know I always want to see like people progressing if, even if they're like a side character or someone like if they're impactful in that in our main characters like you want to see some type of resolution so I don't know maybe we'll get there because we are getting to season three 
but I'm not sure how much of it were of it that we would get there just based on how season one and season two has panned out. Um, the other person who I really struggle with is Charlie's sister. And I, I think I mentioned this in the first season when I talked about it, which I will link it um, so you can find it in the show notes if you want to go back and listen to what I had to say about season one. There's a lot of me just saying it was so cute. It was so adorable. Multiple, multiple times. But if you want to go back and listen to it, please go back and listen to it. Um, but she is also one I struggled with because I'm pretty sure I probably said in for season one that oh, I want to see more of like who and I could also because this is very reminiscent some of the the dynamics but these are two completely different types of shows but I'm thinking of young royals and just the way and that that sibling relationship is so I could be mixing my thoughts up potentially uh with young royals but ultimately I want to see like more from her because I, she just pops up randomly and I love that she is 1000% for her brother like she will fight for her brother we got to see that in the family dinner scene uh when she was literally calling out Nick's brother love to see it but it's just like who is she I don't even know her name who is she <laughs> what uh what more is there about her like does she go what school does she go to does she have friends I mean I'm assuming she doesn't but it's just like so much of it that I think that they can give us more about her without taking away from any of the other kids in the show because there are a lot of kids in the show like if you take a step back and really look at it there are a lot of kids and a lot of stories that they need to tell but I'm really struggling with the, the family dynamics and then the fact that we didn't even meet at least if I'm remembering correctly we didn't even meet or see Charlie's parents until this season um we did get to see Nick's mom because of course, because she's played by Olivia Coleman, so why would we not see her uh, in multiple uh, scenes? So yeah, I don't know. We just need some some work on the family character development, just a little bit. I just want to see see something a little bit more. But outside of that, let's talk about the actual kids. So overall, a lot of this season was Charlie and Nick essentially being together, and Nick struggling with if he is going to come out to like his friends and then come out to because like really only their close circle of friends knows about Charlie and Nick and so you know it's like do I come out of school what does that look like and so him like constantly um struggling with that about when is the moment and so they're kind of using Paris as like the timetable to be like oh we or at least Nick is promising that he's going to come out by then so that they can be out and proud and all that's very cliche but they could be like out and happy in Paris and not have to worry about anything but of course that's not what happened uh and we will talk about Paris because Paris as an episode was interesting so we have that going on then we have did I write all the kids names down see usually I write all the kids names down because there's usually so many of them <laughs> that I'm just like I need to remember all of them Let's see. Then we have uh, Tao and L. So we saw a little bit of something developing with them in the last season. We see a little bit more of it. Tao, Tao is a very um, interesting character, and we do get to learn a little bit more. But like, what I did enjoy, what I what I did enjoy about the season 
which is kind of a contrast of what I said I didn't really enjoy about the family is that in the friends, whereas a lot of what we saw last season, I would say mostly focused around Charlie and Nick, a little bit of Elle, um, and then a dab of Tao. <laughs> but I do think that we got to see a little bit more of Tao's home life to like make him more of a human character because we did get to see him stand up a lot for Charlie in last season. But then it was kind of like, but like, who is he? And we got to see a little bit more of that uh, this season, which I did appreciate. And so um, we have him and Elle and Tao's interesting because he's the only child. He lost his father. Uh, and so he's kind of created this in his mind that essentially everyone is going to leave him. And so that's kind of the the place that he operates from. And so you see him pushing uh, Elle away a lot, even though clearly he has feelings for her. Elle cl clearly has feelings for him. And it's like the only reaction that he knows how to have is just the immediate is an immediate negative reaction to things so we see Elle is applying for the school that specializes in arts um and she tells Tao about it and then Tao's like kind of like Instagram stalking her in a little bit and seeing her hanging out with these new friends and so he feels like he's gonna lose her and all this other stuff um and so I don't know I thought that, that was cute and then finally uh because they went through a period of not talking to each other um and then we finally get to see them like start to be friends again and then actually started to date and then you see like Tao trying to break down some of the habits that he has picked up and be like it's okay if she goes to this school it's okay like I'm not nothing bad is gonna happen like we can have a relationship I'm still a little you all know I live in the U.S. so I say this every single time to talk about a show that is based in the UK, I'm just like, I am not clear. I had to, I finally Googled it. Cause I talk about so many different shows that every time I get on here, I'm always like, I'm not sure what the equivalent grades are to, or what the um, equivalent US grade is to the grades that we're seeing on these shows. But these kids are in year 11, which means that in the US that is equivalent to 10th grade. And that greatly helps me to be like, okay, what I know what age they are because when I used it would be I would see year 11 I'm like oh maybe it's 11th grade or it could be 12th grade like, I don't know I don't know but like now knowing that it's equivalent to 10th grade then that helps me put like age range around these kids which I'm assuming the ages are still equivalent to the U.S. I did not google that part but <laughs> We're just gonna go. Well, no, because they're saying that it's equivalent to 10th grade, so the ages have to be the same. You all get to see some inner workings of evil logic. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, so that helps me ground them in like what age they are, but I'm still not all that familiar with it. And so in this show, there's a school for the girls and there's a school for the boys, um, which, okay, whatever. But then we have L what going to this art school so is it like an art high school i don't know like mm, 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 i mean i guess and then i'm like is it really that far can they not all communicate if it's not college or university as they like to call it then she would still be staying at home so they would still be able to see each other i don't know but we have all of that happening and then we also get to see um Darcy and Tara and last season was like oh they're very lovey-dovey hands-on uh and this we get to see a little bit more we get to see more 
or not see more, but get in a little bit more insight into what's going on in Darcy's home life. Clearly there's some maybe just emotional, not to say just, but it seems like emotional abuse. They didn't really give like us any signs that it was anything beyond emotional abuse, but not a great situation at home for her that she's been dealing with and not sharing with anyone, let alone with Darcy. Uh, and so it was interesting to see um, how that all plays out because then we see her run away from home and they can't find her. Uh, and then that's when they end up like leaving prom, which we was talking about prom because y'all know I love me a school dance scene. <laughs> um, and, but we do also see Tara tell Darcy that she loves her first, but Darcy doesn't say it back and like all of this. And so we get to see like not just the ups of their relationships, but also some of the downs more so on Tara's side because she's like, you always change the subject. Like you won't be um, honest and open and talk about the thing, these things that like you never want to talk about these things. So we got to see a little bit of that. And by the end of it, Darcy opening up um, a, a little bit more to Tara. What else do we see this season? Imogen. We got to see her. We did see her um, have a brief relationship with Ben, which Ben is very, a very interesting, complicated character. I don't know what we're going to do with Ben. Like, where where we're going to go with Ben? I am very interested to see, like, if we see Ben show up again in season three, because they are saying he did say that at the end of it that he's leaving the school, um, and we saw when he went to the school um, or the art show that. Um, what's her name? Elle was part of. And then we saw like the rainbow <laughs> reaching out to grab like the little art things are still super cute as they were season one, but we see like the rainbow uh go along the sidewalk to like pull him in. It's like his trainer is reaching out for him, but then he turns away. That's a that was a really good scene with the with the art. I really did like that scene. <laughs> Um, so we did see a brief fling with Imogen and Ben. She didn't really know what all transpired between Charlie and Ben. And then essentially Charlie, Ben, and Nick. And really only Nick, Charlie, and Ben know. And then of course their friends have some ideas, some more than others. So just wasn't clear. And it all leads up to Paris, which Paris is a very interesting, uh, show or not show, but episode, because I had so many thoughts, especially being an American watching this, because <laughs> then I have questions. And I'm just like, were y'all really, did they let y'all go on like overnight trips and then put y'all in hotels two to a bed? That was just so weird to me <laughs> that it just stuck out. Because as soon as they got to those hotels, I was like, there is no way that they got all these kids four to a room, two to, two to a bed. <laughs> There's no way I could not imagine going on a trip like that, being in a room with people because rarely if I've never been on an overnight trip for school. And even if I was, I don't think that they will let us pick or choose our rooms. Like I've been to camps and things like that. And even in that, we've all had our own beds. So the fact that they just had them all two to a bed, it was just a very weird thing to me. And it just stuck out to me because... <laughs> Can you imagine being that age and being stuck in a room with not your friends and then you have to double up? <laughs> it's just like, 
I don't know. I don't know. It stuck out. It stuck out. So I had to bring it up. But anyway, Paris was a fun, it was an interesting one because that's when um, we find out or get introduced to Nick's father. Uh, we see Nick and Charlie growing closer. Nick gives Charlie a hickey, which was so funny um, because the after, well, it's funny the aftermath of them trying to like hide it, but it wasn't funny because of course, you know, kids are going to be kids. And so they um, essentially thought that it was the other gay kid in the school who had given Charlie the hickey, but it was not. So everyone's just very invested in trying to figure it out. But it's also an interesting episode or episodes, I just say, because Paris spanned a couple of episodes because we also get to see Nick and Nick come out to his classmates, but then also Nick and Charlie's um, relationship go public. So I was happy like no one like outed him. There's something else that I'm watching. Or I just watched. What did I just watch when someone was out? Oh, I just watched Red, White, and Royal Blue. First of all, I don't even want to derail this conversation to talk about that. Because I'm not going to devote a whole episode to it. But that whole thing was wild. I was just like, wait a minute. I don't I don't think that I didn't realize that it was rated R. And I just see like, oh, novel. And all these things are being created into novels. But then also the age of the of the kid of the guy should have also like alluded to it. But I was just like, if you thought you were getting like a Heartstoppers or a Young Royals, even though Young Royals Royals a little bit pushes the envelope, but I was like, no, that's not what you're getting. Overall, it was enjoyable, but there were just some things. But like in that, there was some outing happening, and it just makes me so 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 mad. Like I was so mad for like a good ten minutes. <laughs> watching that movie it was something else that we talked about um on the podcast where someone was out it i cannot it was something either on netflix or hulu or maybe it was um love victor was anyone outed on love victor i can't remember maybe potentially but it just makes me so 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 mad so 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 mad oh my gosh like that is oh it just makes me so mad and I don't even want to get into it because I'm gonna go on a tangent but um I think with this I was happy that at least we didn't go that route and each time even though it may in, in a little bit it's kind of like a little bit of pressure because even if you think about the family dinner when they were like oh like Nick kept putting it off because he just, you know, he doesn't know how his father's going to react. But then he, like, at least he, even in that moment, was like, okay, no, this is this is what, this is the time I'm going to, I'm going to come out now. So even though it kind of seemed a little bit like he was, there was a little bit of pressure, he still got to, it got to come out of his own mouth and not anyone else's. Um, so I was happy to see that. But no, Paris was... To those to those couple of episodes, a lot happened. Also, Imogen broke up with Ben. There was a whole blowout with Ben because, and also another thing, like how are you gonna first treat somebody bad, horribly when you were with them, and then you see them in a new relationship, happy as can be, and then you're gonna be like to the person that they're in a relationship with, oh, you stole him from me, and now I realize that actually I wanted to be with with him, but now I can't because you're in the way. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. Ben, go sit down. 
Um, so there was a whole blowout at another dinner. Like they love to have blowouts over food. There's another blowout um, when they were having dinner, uh, the whole like group and um, Ben or no, Imogen ends up leaving the table and then Charlie and Nick goes after it. Like they're just such sweet boys. Oh my gosh, they're so, so sweet and adorable and caring and loving with their friends and their family. And it's just like, how can you just, how could you be mean to them? Like, how could you be mean to them? <laughs> so freaking sweet. I cannot deal. Oh my gosh. It's just, and you all know, I am not, I don't, I don't like sweet things, but it's just an overdose of sweetness. And it's just like, oh my gosh, they're so, so stinking cute. Can't deal. But anyway, so what else do I want to talk about? Um, oh, let's talk about Isaac because Isaac and James is the is the um kid whose name I couldn't remember that they were saying is the one who gave Charlie the hickey, but he wasn't. So you kind of see something maybe a little bit there, at least on James' end. But Isaac is always, I I, I feel like we still need a little bit more about Isaac because he just be chilling in the background. Um, and I feel like they try to give us a little bit um, more with him this season. But he... Uh, just be in his own world like he likes to read all this other stuff and there were i think it was pretty obvious uh when um he was having his interactions with james and just his interactions with people in general it just doesn't seem like emotionally i don't know how to explain it but just it's just there's just there's something not connecting and so you got to see that a little bit more with james and i think if you're familiar which I am not familiar you all know I'm not familiar with all of the terms I have to google a lot of things but I was just sitting there like oh this he may be one of those people who's just not emotionally um connected to people which I'm probably butchering the definition but we find or not find out um Isaac gets to the point where he find where he realizes that he is asexual and so that helps him um, understand a lot of things understand why he interacts and behaves in the way that he does and so I thought that was um, interesting and then we had also on the Paris trip we had Mr. what's his name I gotta get the teachers the only two the only or no we also see uh, the coach as well but Sai was, a, or no, Mr. Farouk was the one that we were introduced to um, this time. But what is that teacher's name? Why can I not find him? Mr. Farouk and the one who was here from season one, who was like helping Charlie and letting Charlie eat lunch in his room. Because uh, Charlie was a little bit, he was like trying to hide out during season one a little bit. Mr. A, what is Ajayi? Hopefully I'm saying that right. I feel like I don't recall them saying his name that much. But they were the two who went on the field trip with the kids. I had some issues with that as well because there's two different schools. So why would there not be teachers also on the trip from the girls' school? Also, you have girls on the trip. So why would there not be like female teachers? <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed a little bit off that it would just only be the two teachers from the boys' school and school and no one from the girls' school on the trip. But of course, which was pretty clear and apparent where they were going, we do see um, both teachers 
make a connection on the trip. Uh, and then we also have the coach. So then this, and this is me just genuinely, because again, this is the most, I love this show. I love it. But also, especially after we find out with Imogen towards the end that she has feelings towards, and um, I didn't write the girl's name down. I'm not even sure that they said her name that often, but there was another girl that we were interested that we were introduced to and she was hanging around with the friend group and then at prom we see like her or Imogen her and Imogen like eyes connect and so then it's like oh wait it's like Imogen <laughs> does she have feelings for her so then I am genuinely like are there it's like is everyone apart not it's like is there or are there no straight characters outside of the family members at the school including the teachers does that seem realistic and granted this is a this is a story that is for that is not for straight people but also I'm just like every single kid that we've been introduced to that's just that just doesn't seem realistic to me so just putting that out there I still love this show I think it's I still think that it is a very great show and um, a very a very great story or does a great job of telling a coming of age story. Uh, but I do, there are just aspects of the series overall. And I believe this is based off of like a comic or some, something like that, that I did not read at all. But there's just aspects of the show where I'm just like, huh, that doesn't seem realistic or like huh I, j I just need a little bit more I need a little bit more here so I say all of that to say which I think this is going to bring me to the wrap up because I don't think I had too many takeaways actually no let's talk about prom really really quickly I loved even though they left prom early you all know I love me a good um what's it called a good high school dance scene or a good school dance scene because it doesn't it's usually well it's always high school but you know I love me a good school dance scene but uh so we did get to see some dancing there but then they end up leaving early and going and hanging out at Nick's place which I thought that was great because it was kind of like a culmination of just them being able to be friends they went through a lot this season and they've grown closer overall and so while we ended season one, which is Nick and Charlie, we got to end, even though like it wasn't the end end, but like overall the ending <laughs> or the wrap up was that we got to see all of them together as friends, just being there for one another. And again, you all know, I love me some friend moments. So uh, that was fun to see. But we do end with Charlie saying, I love you. But does he or doesn't he send the message to Nick? And that is what we leave on. I'm assuming most likely he's going to send it. Or because I just, I just cannot see a whole season being around. How do I, how do we say, or how do I say I love you? Like, I just, I just cannot. And I don't even know what season three could be. Um, I'm, I don't know if season three is the last season, but I would not be upset if season three is the last season. Because you all know I love me a good three season arc of television uh so i think season one was great season two was great i think with some more details here and there a little a little couple of touches of real realistic things realistic details then in season three and then give us like a good 
solid wrap up on this adorable story like I'd be okay with that I'm just saying so <laughs> so yeah we do have another season I don't know what I expect just based on the amount of time that has passed it's not been that much time between season one and season two we're going into the summer so I'm not sure if we're going to see the summer or if we're going to see them in year 12 or going into year 12 and then I don't I'm not even sure that all the kids are in the same grade because I think Charlie is behind Nick at least so like I think his friends him and his friends I don't know I don't know they could all also just be in the same group and I could be completely making that up but I am excited to see how this story continues to unfold and where it will take us as far as like the eventual end that we will get to and I'm hoping that we do get to get a solid end so if it's not season three we get and they like leave it in a way where it's like oh there's still more t story to tell then I would hope that we would be able to get that additional season to tell that story so that is all I have I feel like that was um a lot <laughs> still like I said at the top still the most adorable show out like ever right now <laughs> this is being a little bit dramatic but it is still a very sweet 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 uh show very very likable characters and yeah looking forward to seeing what happens season three I want to know what you all want to see in season three what you liked about season two am I am I just asking for too much when I ask for a little bit more for like some of the characters and some of like the details let me know <laughs> let me know all the things and I will talk to you all in the next episode that's the end of the episode thanks for sticking through it to the end be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currently binging on instagram and at current binge on twitter also hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and i'll talk to you in the next one